You've found the podcast where driving matters. Whether you haul, commute, or cruise, we want you to love what you drive. We're here to help you find usability and fun. From first-time buyers to jaded experts, we believe everyone is one great car away from being car-obsessed. I'm Paul. I'm Todd. And this is the Everyday Driver Car Debate. Happy Tuesday, everybody. We've had a little bit of an interesting weekend. We're in the middle of our meetup right now. Guys, thanks for joining us. We're in the middle of the Utah meetup. We're at the tail end of the trip, and we've got everybody in the room with us. And we thought we'd ask for their impressions, favorite things, parts of the trip they weren't expecting, things they were And uh, we wanted to hear a little bit from the audience as well. We normally would do a Topic Tuesdays where we put interviews, but we're moving things around a little bit this week. We'll have a really cool interview with Chris Jacobs on Thursday. So if you've heard of him from overhauling, et cetera, he's on with us on Thursday. So that's happening then, which is really cool. We'll take your normal questions and all that. But no questions from the general audience writing in on all the social media today because we have many comments (laughs) from the people that have been driving quickly with us the last couple of days all over Utah. I feel like I need to do a Watches, Whiskey, and Design podcast because the drinking has started and yes, it did. I've been handed an Abalore 18 already. And what else do we have in the room? Old Forester, 1920. Okay. It was an excellent year for smart water. Yeah, uh, for apparently it was. <laughs> yeah. But people are relaxed, happy, and we've had some very fun, fast, and good driving. Some technical parts, mm-hmm. uh, parts of the roads. And actually, you know, I thought I remembered every part of the road, but it was cool to- Agreed. It was still fine to, stuff to revisit year. some things. And we had great weather. Last year, yeah. we were a little bit rained out in mm-hmm, some sections, mm-hmm. but we had some good high-speed places. We had some good technical stuff. And then we had parts of the road where I just thought- you know what? This is not about driving right now. Let's just enjoy the scenery yeah. and almost slow to a crawl. We traded rain for RVs this year. Somehow there were a lot we of RVs. the weekend that everybody wanted to be out. Sort of like- and it wasn't just the RV. It was like <laughs> yeah. the bus. I literally saw a bus pulling a Tahoe. And I was like, I, either of those are too big. I agree. Anyway. It was all the RVs on sections of the road that we were on, so there was that. But you know what? We just rolled with it. There's various hiccups that happen along the way, but that happens with any adventure, and that's why we call it an adventure. Yeah, for sure. So we're 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 here with everybody that came, which is awesome. And actually, because he just stepped in the door, I'm actually going to talk to Rich right now because I think you win. You win the I must be here discussion because Rich uh, arrived halfway through the trip after driving almost all night. Pretty much three in the morning. I arrived. Okay, so so Rich, that's a lot. Although it was a close yeah. second with Mike. Yes, with and, his and, uh, yes. With, with his coolant issues. Well, we've had we've had. I don't yeah. want to hear from both you guys if you're if you're up for sharing. But we've had uh, this year. We've had mechanical issues that did not stop the trip, which was quite impressive. So you, what 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 happened with you, Rich? So I left on Wednesday, thinking I'll just have a couple of days and you know take my time to get here. About an hour in, the car starts to stutter. Long story short. If and, and the car is what, again? 996, 911. Okay. So, All right. Yeah, so fuel pump's gone. Uh, managed to get the fuel pump replaced on Thursday. <laughs> Turns out they put that back in and the sending unit needs changing. FedEx that over from the East Coast. It'll be fitted by 8.30 on Friday. Uh, midday on Friday, I leave. Utah meetup started Friday <laughs> in Utah. Uh, in I was California. booked in for Thursday dinner. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Unbelievable. Then it was uh, cannonballing for 13 hours. Through Nevada, three states, nonstop. So, all good fun. I hope all that was worth it, man. <laughs> I've, got, I've got a cold beer now. <laughs> <laughs> and then, Mike, you've been with us every year, but what happened with you? I uh, neglected to do my uh, coolant expansion tank on the M3 like I should have several months ago, and it decided to fail on me. And Perfect. so, but luckily, I was able to enlist the help of my wife to run to the BMW dealership up in Salt Lake, fetch the parts for me. I borrowed my sister's car 
<laughs> drove home, back to Salt Lake, got the parts, went back to my sister's, got it repaired, and was in time for dinner uh, at last night. Yeah, pro tip, do your maintenance. <laughs> <laughs> well, you've seen Mike's car before. It is the E90 uh, with the square stance that yep. we featured in our Icons film back in 2016. I can't believe it's been that long. We drove True. all the generations of the M3. So yeah, you've yeah. seen that car on camera, and Mike still has it, still driving it. Pretty cool to see. A lot of great cars on the trip. But I'd like to hear from somebody who hasn't been. We've got a lot of veterans of uh, various adventures and pilgrimages, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but it would be cool to hear from somebody that – was coming in, you probably had some expectations. You sort of knew the schedule, kind of knew the roads. But what struck you as things that really stood out uh, that you weren't expecting? Anybody like to to speak? Yeah, Jonathan. So the really thing that, that caught me off guard was just how amazing the Everyday Driver team is. Uh, Mandy's been working her ass off. or Sorry. Uh, on getting uh, – Okay, good. Because <laughs> it's true. It's true. Uh, there's been a number of mix-ups, but she's handled it really well. Everyone's super thankful for her work and, of course, Paul and Todd as well and um, the rest of the guys that are here with us. So that was great. Every single expectation I had was exceeded. I mean, it was everything I wanted it to be. I've gotten into so many different cars. Everyone's been really kind and awesome to just be like, hey, here's here's this car. Here's that car. Sure. Everyone's kind of walking around. At one point, we had someone say, well, I'm in the Corvette. And then he's in the F-Type, and then this guy's in the 997. And we're so having like, a silent auction for the next key. <laughs> exactly. Who would like my car? Yeah, who's driving yeah. mine now? I don't know. Somebody. <laughs> so that's been really fun, and just the roads and the views have been amazing. It's been lots of uh, really great high speed in some cases, but uh, good technical, good high-speed cruise, good, excellent views, like amazing like lifetime type of scenery and views to look at. So it was great. Awesome. Well, Utah comes through again. No. Hopefully. Yeah. Good weather, good scenery. I think I think people liked it. And what, what I love is just the friendships that have formed. Mm-hmm. You know, it just feels weirdly a little like family. You know, it's like this crew, and we're just having a fun time driving. What also struck me as kind of strange was when we got to the top of a particular overlook that were, was too full of RVs for our group of 30 cars to pull in. Yes. And as we all drove by, there were at least two or three people with their phones Filming the cars and their backs to the scenery. Mm-hmm. I thought <laughs> you're absolutely right. Yep. What are you doing? If any one of these cars were standalone and sitting by itself, you might not even notice. But yeah. all thirty cars going together, moving at speed. Yeah. There's there's something special to that, and I, people pick up on that. And they were filming the cars. I'm going. The scenery's that way. Why are yes. you filming us? Well, and it's I'll, just a car. Totally. Well, but it's lots and lots of cars. But I kept thinking, if you're standing there filming me outside your RV. Make different choices. <laughs> I I, you, you climbed out of your RV and now you're filming where you're You know what? You could be up here. We were, we're, we were shooting the whole point the you drove trip. the RV out into the middle of Utah was to look at, not us. Yes, exactly. The scenery. And if you want to be in a better car, far less than your, your bus towing your Tahoe. When we were in our north trip, we saw a guy yeah. who has now become my hero. Okay. Because at first oh, we were like, yes. what happened? I know who you're talking about. Because we kept seeing a lot of RVs on the North Strip, too, because it was similar kind of roads. But then this guy and his wife pull in, you know, retired couple who's who you normally see in an RV. And that's fine. <laughs> but they pulled in in a Z4, just like the one I had, yeah. pulling a motorcycle trailer. And at first we all went, well, that's really weird. No, no, you know what? They did it right. They win. That's perfect because they can do the roads and enjoy it and have a convertible, and then they have all their stuff. It was the coolest thing. And then multiple people in giant RVs, and I'm thinking, you've you've just been body slammed to the mat by this couple over here. They're doing it right. They're having more fun. They're compact, and clearly they don't need all the space. It was amazing. So other things that struck anybody? uh, Yeah, Richard. 
you guys were talking about expectations, and I've just got to say that you guys brought it again. I'm Good. a foodie as well as a driving enthusiast, and <laughs> early in my career, I was telling my boss about this fantastic meal I'd had the weekend before. And as I was describing it, he stopped me and he paused and he said, don't ever have it again. If you go back to that restaurant, don't get it again. It won't be as good. Mm. Your expectation is too high. Mm. Last year I left here, I was high for three weeks. I was just <laughs> bubbling all And you the bought time. a car as a result, too. And I bought a car because of that. And I'm going to buy another one. <laughs> <laughs> but spring comes around. And you guys start talking about this. Yeah. And then summer comes, and the registration opens up. And I jump right on it. And, okay, I got my ticket. But a couple of weeks leading up, I'm thinking back to that meal. Have oh, I set too high of an expectation? Sure. Is it sure. too much? Is it going to live up to it? The drive down here, I'm thinking, can it possibly be as good? And then I get here. <laughs> and it's great. And I'm just floored. I am ecstatic. And it's different than last year. But those differences made it unique and fun Good. and better. And so thank you, guys. It was just beyond expectations. And I fell in love. Okay. Well, I was going to ask, which I, I, have to, I have to back this up, because last year you were here in your Hyundai Genesis Coupe, mm-hmm. and you drove someone on the trip's Kia Stinger. Yes. You show up this year in a Kia Stinger. Yes. So now where are we? Does it have a Porsche badge on it? Uh, yes. So... This, this is going to be a long-distance love affair. I <laughs> fell in love with Aaron's Carrera T. Okay, yeah. I, I wanted to drive it just to experience a 911. Sure. Because I hadn't before. And it just stirred my soul. Ted's came in GT4, brilliant. Dale's Boxster S, fun. Uh, Jeff's 944 LS3, a laugh a minute. Yeah. But that Carrera T, it's way out of my price league. I'll probably never own one, but I'm in love. <laughs> but I'm excited now. I'm on a wait list for a 10th anniversary GR86. I'm excited to get that car. Cool. And I'm just looking forward to having so much fun and bringing it next year. Did you drive one of the 86s? There are two 86s on the trip. I didn't get to drive one this trip, but I had driven one this summer. Okay. And that just convinced me that that was the right car for me. Good, good, good. I love it. That's great. We did bring our show car on the trip, and Chance and his wife brought uh, brought that car for us. So yeah. it was it was nice and, that and we hardly could drove it. it. They pretty much just well, brought, that's, it, that's brought it to the opening well, we, parking lot, and then it's just been who would like to be in it. We yeah. kind of knew, and we brought it for that for particular sure, reason. Absolutely. But then yeah. we had another one of the exact same spec, uh-huh. so we had. Two GR86s. Uh-huh. We're still amazed by that. Two, but, two Neptune blue ones, and it literally yeah. became a discussion of which one, the black or the gold wheels. That was the only way to identify it. Well, for sure. ours has different brakes on it, power stop brakes, yes, pads, only if you know that. fluid. Yeah. yeah, so, yeah, it was fun to be able to bring that car and, and share that. So, yes. Derek. Uh, here, Derek. He's weighing in here. So, on the topic of the GR86, I think we have, to my knowledge, uh, kind of history in the making here. So, Never, to my knowledge, has anyone ever come in a car and sold it to somebody else at the end of the trip. I but, the first. <laughs> but it Although is, people line up behind you to, as you get rid of cars, Derek. <laughs> but it's, it's with great pride and, and quite a bit of sadness that I will be turning over my GR86 to Andrew at the end of the trip. Um, and, uh, and it's just been a really fun experience. He and I are good friends now, thanks to Everyday Driver. So um, I just appreciate everything you guys have done to 
be available to us so we can be get to know you guys better and then come become friends with everybody um, around this table as well. So um, just a really, really cool experience. It's a very memorable trip for me, and I, it's going to be a little sad going home without my 86, but I know it'll be in good hands. That's for sure. Well, I, I'm so glad to hear that, and we're still amazed that the Discord has proven to spawn other trips and yeah, other yeah. adventures that we don't even know about and friendships and finally cars are being bought and sold it's almost <laughs> like all these cars sort of come in and they never leave because they just start yeah. to make their way through the group yeah, yeah. like when you're done with that dibs uh-huh. i right. want that car and so you're that's right. already happening which is amazing to see and so. just so everyone listening knows look we have this is the second year we've done a utah meetup like this which is essentially driving the greatest hits roads of utah and it has not disappointed this trip but this year was the first year we opened it up to patrons first, and it was gone in 24 hours. We so can't believe that. That yeah. was astounding. That has taught us many things, some of mm-hmm. which will be revealed later. But, but the two things it's taught us is, one, if you really want to go on this trip, you may have to be a patron. And I hate to say that, but this, everyone around here is a patron and is supporting the show, which we are very humbled and flattered by. And then everybody in the Discord went, when is the sign-up? <laughs> I know. And, it, and they jumped on it. I so the, the trip instantly sold out, which is really, really cool. The other thing it's taught us is we're probably going to do two domestic trips next year just because we realize there's a lot of demand. So we are scouting. I can't tell you anymore, but we are scouting the loop for the other trip. So we'll yes. do the Utah meetup trip again, and we will do another one as well. And that has nothing to do with pilgrimage, which will be a, a overseas trip. So much happening as always. It's pretty cool. And you and I are planning road trips for hopefully next year and yeah. finishing up road trips this year. Yeah. And we're doing it with – Fans of the show, like I said, it feels like you know, just a, we're doing it with friends. Just a for bunch sure. of friends for got sure. together. Yeah. We go driving, we break bread together, and how fun is that? And then you drink whiskey because everyone brings you whiskey. Well, I do need another yeah. sip. Uh, who yeah. else? We had a yeah. comment down here about uh, yeah. things about the trip. Hello, this is Jeremy. One of the things I found most interesting about this trip is that I came into this group and enjoyed talking to every single person that I talked to. Sometimes groups have bad apples, but there isn't a single one here. <laughs> now I'm, people are pointing in the room. I'm you can't see it. There's pointing going on throughout the room. I'm like, I don't know. Anyway, yeah. Uh, who else? A- any thoughts, comments? Josh, uh, Great. So not necessarily just related to the, the pilgrimage, but just the community you guys have built. I never would have guessed when I found this podcast – six, seven years ago that it would change my life and more than just finding something to entertain me. But I've met friends. I've had opportunities. It's allowed me to move to another city. It, it's just all, all things that I never would have found had it not been for the community. You guys are great. Created. So I just want to thank you for that. I'm glad to hear that. And many of you work for large corporations. And there's always the struggle when you say you work for, insert big company name there, there, there's actual people behind that. You try to convince whether you're in sales or consulting or whatever that is. You know, there's people behind that brand, behind that company. And so it feels like, you know, this is us, you know, behind the brand. We're not just, you know, way out there. It's, it's, you know, people getting to meet other people too, which Mm -hmm. is a big part of it too. It's not just the driving, but it's, uh, it's friendships too. So it's, it's nice to hear. That reminds me of something I have to share hesitantly. So something has happened on discord that you and I were not a part of. Okay. And that is, are we going to talk about this? No, we're going to talk about it because some people actually might decide that they have to get on discord just to see this ridiculousness. Okay. Literally one of the worst photos ever taken of me. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> became an emoticon on Discord. 
Yeah. And it got used so much that they demanded one from you. Uh-huh. So they found one from you. So now you have, you know, you can put a little smiley face after a comment on any forum in the world. Now you have the Todd head or the Paul head you can put in to acknowledge what you've said on Discord. Much, much to my chagrin, though my wife finds it hysterical, by the way. <laughs> so we get here to this trip, and I realize by seeing Aaron, who has a Carrera T, with the fin up. And underneath the fin are all of the tracks. Because you put, you know, we put track stickers. He hid his, you know, like a tramp stamp underneath the fin. Let's be honest. Let's be honest. Walk by it and I go, now, wait a minute. Because now those faces are in sticker form. And they have found their way to the tramp stamp area of your Carrera T. And I don't even know how to feel other than it happened. Yes. And I got to say, I was peer pressured into that by a bunch of the peanut gallery over there. Uh-huh. I had nothing to do with it. There was, with there it. was great restraint and on your part. <laughs> yes. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, you know, the good thing is, you know, when you're not driving fast, of course, the spoiler closes and you can't see it. But um, we've been driving fast. So it's yes, been we have. For two yes. days straight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> your car's dashboard is on the front line in the battle against the sun. And it can really deteriorate over time due to UV damage. A custom Covercraft dash mat protects your dash and keeps it looking new, as well as complementing your interior. These dash mats are available in a wide variety of fabric styles and colors. You can even customize with embroidery or logo. You could put an Everyday Driver logo on it if you wanted. You can make it completely unique to you and your car. Can we get an 86 with the Everyday Driver logo in the corner, maybe intertwine them? you got to work on that, Paul. When you're shopping at Covercraft.com, just remember, use the code EVERYDAY22 to get a 10% discount and it ships for free. Follow the link from our sponsors page at everydaydriver.com or navigate directly to covercraft.com for high-quality covers, sunscreens, and dash mats to keep your car protected and looking its best. Uh, kind of off what Josh said, you know, I think we're all from a, multiple different states and uh, we probably have a bunch of different political leanings and none of that matters here. And we live in a very kind of uh, negative world right now with a lot of uh, animosity and social media and stuff. And everyone just forgets about it when you're out driving cars. It just brings us all together for a love of automobiles that overcomes all the other junk that we have to deal with on a daily basis. And uh, the second thing I wanted to stress is we've got to be vocal and the listeners need to be vocal to all the car makers out there about internal combustion engines and how much fun they are. Because I don't know if this would be very fun. If uh, we're like, hey, my e-charger drove exactly like your Mach-E because they're all the same platforms. They're going to be all like that way. And so I think we need to be loud about this is this is the kind of entertainment that we like. Plus, it's going to be really hard for Mandy to try to find a hotel that's got t- 27 <laughs> chargers. To, uh, you know? <laughs> exactly. So I think this just – this once again, why electric cars are great, but there's always going to be a place for sports cars. There needs to be for this kind of thing. Well, that's an interesting comment you bring up because – According to the internet, all the cars that we're driving, none of them are McLaren Senna's or the super high-end you know, Ferraris, True. quarter-million-dollar cars, and thereby we're proving that average-priced cars, even though mm-hmm. I realize the market has done crazy things, yeah, yeah. but none of these cars are, are really considered so far out there or unattainable that you have to have those cars to have fun. And True. that's what struck True. me as we observed all these people filming yeah. us as we drove by and going – yeah. yeah, there's some special cars here for sure, but it's not like giant wings and huge everything, you know what I mean? Yeah, right. just, yeah, totally. It was very interesting to me, and I thought that's making an impression on the general public. These, Hope so. 
quote unquote low end cars. Mm-hmm. Not they're not low end, but you know what I mean in comparison yeah. Yeah, to yeah, Lamborghinis yeah. and Ferraris and YouTuber cars. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> YouTuber cars is <laughs> it's kind of we all know do. what that means. Lamborghini <laughs> builds YouTuber yes. cars now. They're wonderful people. I met the people at the factory. They're just they're family. They have lunch together. They're great people. Let me show you the leathers and how the stitching goes, and then YouTubers buy them anyway. <laughs> so. These cars are making an impression on the on the yeah, general public yeah. as they're driving by. But there's some magic as we're all you know cruising together. Like those people are having fun together. It doesn't matter what they're driving. I was struck by the fact that there is nothing more annoying than being on a great road behind somebody in front of you, and you wish there was clear road in front of you. And why is why can't you get past the RV? Unless the person in front of you is with you in a cool car, and then you don't care anymore. I was at the back of the pack a few <laughs> yeah. times going, this is still fun. But if I was at the front of the pack behind an RV, it was awful. It was like, now that's weird. Yes. But we had so many cool cars. And, and my yes. son Bodie and I kept looking in all the mirrors and being like, look at the string of cars just that being is lit by the cool. sunshine behind you. Or look at all the people in front. It was so cool. to see all The people stuff. in front of me were Edward doing pulls in a 911 Carrera in Rich's car. And Mike doing pulls in the Jaguar and letting off just for the exhaust crack. I'm like, yeah. yes. Yeah, we had just, a lot of fun. It was pretty fun sure. just to see those cars you know, squat hard, accelerate away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cars being driven is, is the point. It was really great. Other thoughts that uh, you Uh-oh. came away with? I'm going to hand it to my son. I'm just bracing all of us. Here we go. I came last year in the Z. This year I came in the Lotus with my dad. It struck me because I've done these roads in the Lotus once before when me and my dad did it uh, last year before the meetup. We did it over the summer. I haven't done it in the Lotus with a massive group, and I honestly forgot how much fun, A, it is doing these roads with massive groups, and B, how much fun these roads are in the Lotus. Whether you're with a group or not, it's fun in the Lotus. Anybody else? Oh, Richard, yes. Well, speaking of fun, you don't have to be driving the special car to have fun. True. I was driving the run-of-the-mill A4, and it was just very run-of-the-mill. But it was fun, and part of the fun was seeing how that big lump of an engine out in front of the front axle changed the dynamics of the car. Mm-hmm. And you had to drive it differently. Sure. But it was sure. still fun in its own way. Yeah. You know, the Mini Cooper S, very fun, very different. Yeah. And I got, I finally got to feel in a more deep way what you guys talk about. Did you set the brakes on fire? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> but it was, it was so interesting to try so many different cars. And back to Chris's point about EVs. Mm-hmm. If they can get EVs where they drive differently, great. But these all cars were so unique and fun mm. in their own way. Sure. Well, that's just it. I mean, I think everybody's debating at dinners, you know, about various cars and the characteristics. But ultimately, the point is we all love cars. Good news. Cars mm-hmm. are great. I kept thinking Newsflash, about that. yeah. Mm-hmm. I just love driving. Good thing I'm here. Yeah. And everybody's got, you know, opinion about where various cars are going, what manufacturers are going to make what, and should they do this and mm-hmm. go that direction. And the debates are all valid. But it just it keeps people engaged. And I really love the, the friendships and, and the debates going on, too. So bit people of a, making their case. Bit of a swap for us because I think this may be – the first time I can think of in a long time in life where you and I drove less than everybody else. We were in our cars. Yeah, right. Because we were spotter cars for everybody else. And everybody else is key swapping. And you and I are like, I'm getting back in my car now, which luckily we love them. But I did think about the fact I, I never knew who was in any car the entire two days. I knew you and I were in our cars. Otherwise, like, it's a complete dice roll. I want to put in a plug for Slow Car Fast. This is the first time I've ever done 
something like this. I've done a few track days. And who was speaking? This is Edward speaking <laughs> in the Miata RF. Got it. And I cannot recommend that car enough. If you're thinking about doing this as a first-timer, that is such a beautiful machine. Mm. It, and I've jumped in a few other things. But trying to keep up with the Lotus, trying to keep up with a Corvette that is being driven very enthusiastically <laughs> has been tremendous. Good. And uh, you can't think with your right foot. You have to think with your entire body. And well, that's you, been true. You mentioned to me fun. multiple times as we got out of various rest stops and overlooks, you kept saying, I'm so glad I chose this. I'm going to keep choosing this and renting this for whatever future yeah. trips we do. The I, Miata I RF that. is my forever rent-a-car if it's just me. That's astounding. No matter where I'm at, that's what I'm going to try to get. And uh, when my kids are 12 and 15 and when they're out, I thought about an Alpha 4C, thought about a lot of different things. Mm. I think it's going to be a Miata for. Uh, RF. Interesting. As that car. My wife is always going to have some sort of sedan to sure. haul people around, and uh, I'll be able to get that, and uh, and everybody will be happy about that. <laughs> 4C, there may be some. Some descent in the ranks. Yeah, yeah. there may be some. Exactly. So uh, that will be the safe choice. Just to build on that, thinking about the differences between last year's trip and this year's trip, okay. sort of the default first question when you meet someone is, what are you driving? Mm-hmm. And last year, it's like, I'm driving this, and this is how it is, and it's great. This year, w- without exception, it's, I came in this thing, but I've just come in that thing, and it was awesome, or I've just driven mm. that other thing. And I found today, I've been in three different cars, the chance to see someone else driving your car mm-hmm. while you're driving something. So I was driving the uh, ND RF Miata with my 996 behind it. Cool. And just how tiny the 996 looks when you're in a fleet of modern cars sure. struck me. Like I drive an uh, NA Miata and the 996. Yeah. And for me, the 996 is a big car, and it feels like, you know, this is luxury. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you see it next to even the ND, and it's like it's the same size as a Miata, which is about as small as modern cars get. And you see it, you know, among Corvettes and all that kind of thing, and it's tiny. Yeah. And you just don't get that kind of perspective when you're driving your own car the whole time. So it just opens your eyes to a different view. It's awesome. That's great. Uh, hi, I'm Jason. Um, yeah, this is my first time up. Um, I've been on the Discord uh, and active in there for a while, and a lot of my friends on the Discord are here. Um, and a lot of people have talked about the cars. Um, for me, this is my first time in the state of Utah at all. And um, uh, it, I was really taken aback by just the variety and how pretty the scenery was of the state. We went through two, three national parks, I think. I mean, at least two. We at, at, at least, least two, two, yeah. And... Um, just we were in forests, we were in high deserts, we were in red rock canyons, we and it would be a couple hours later, a completely different environment. My wife Sarah came with me. We actually just got married last month, so this is kind of like our de facto honeymoon and it has been wow. a really Congratulations. it has been a really great trip. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I just wanted – the cars are amazing. Um, and also, a lot of people have talked about swapping cars. I was real anxious about swapping cars until this afternoon. And everybody has been incredibly cool about it. So anybody who's thinking of coming and you're thinking, well, everyone's talking about trading cars. I don't want people to drive my baby or whatever. That's not a problem here. I mean, you certainly don't have to. You, de- you definitely don't. You know. And, like, at no point were people like, oh, you're not trading? Whatever. You know, it was – everyone's been very friendly <laughs> and cool. Uh, it's been a really great time. I'm, I already can't wait till next time. 
That's fantastic. Well, you, you do bring up the point because various sections of the road bring out various characteristics of some of the cars. Some of the cars are suddenly better suited for that particular section. Other cars, not so much. And then they, we get to a high-speed sweeper or a you know, more technical part. And it, it, it really is interesting. You get to feel various cars in various spots on the road and really get a sense of what that performance is. And this car isn't suited for that at all. I see why, you know, this appeals to a certain demographic or a certain buyer. You know, it, it really does tease out all these different kinds of feelings out of the car. That's what we're looking for. You and I, Todd, are looking for all the time. Yeah, uh, this is Jeff, 100%. I was definitely very hesitant when I was coming out here about the car swapping. Having a 35-year-old car, even though it has a newer engine in it, yeah, I, I really wasn't sure what I was going to do. And honestly, it was when... The thought in my head was like, you, I have a chance to drive a GT4 or a Carrera T. And then I start – and I, I hate to say it this way, but I also think of the money. And I'm like, everybody else's car is probably more expensive than my car. So you have I'm, a lot of work I'm, in yours. I'm, there is. You, but, you've but, seen this car on YouTube, by the way. Todd and I drove this LS swapped – 944 yeah. uh, a couple years ago. It's mm-hmm. Jeff's car, and he's got the, the Chevy tailpipe emblem. You know, I also felt like running with the group, there is a, there is a safety. There is this community, and it's, it's not like you're going to hand your keys to somebody and they're going to go like do donuts in a parking lot. Like Everybody here understands what we're all doing, mm-hmm. and there is a, it's a different community that, that gives you that, that much more sense of security. And Honestly, today I didn't drive my car. I I, I literally have You're not. You're kidding me. I, no, this into, I, I drove my car this morning and then to get gas to get gas right. and handed the keys to Aaron because I was like, ooh, career tea. Okay, and then next thing you know, um, and, and yes, between yesterday and today, like I've literally knocked bucket list cars off. But I'm going to go back to Edward's comment about the slow car fast because you get in even like the GR86 and you're just like. This is a stock car right out of the showroom and, you know, less than 40 grand, brand new, whatever. And it is just a hoot. It is a blast. And you're hanging with these other cars and just having just as much fun. Just like the comment about the A4. Everybody here, your cars have what they're strong at, what they're good at. And we were just, it's just been such a blast, so much fun. I, 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 it lived up to all the expectations to me. I have to caveat the big asterisk in this podcast. For those of you that are hoping to get through yet another episode of Everyday Driver without a ringing endorsement of the GR86, oh. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, <laughs> Thank you, Jeff. I appreciate it very is much. Is that not why we brought it? I, say, I know. Are yes. we off our rock? Are we crazy? And people have thankfully climbed out of that car and been like, yes. that really is good. You're not, you aren't insane. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> right. Okay, so Aaron has brought not one but two cars. Which is hard to do when you're one person, by the way. (laughs) I did. My uh, my 2019 911 Carrera T is my go-to fun car. Uh, But I about a year ago, I bought a a new daily. It was a 2003 BMW uh, 330i ZHP, which actually was a car conclusion. Mm -hmm. 659. Yeah. So it's the E46. It's as close to the M3 as the E46 chassis got. That's right. That's right. Mm -hmm. And that's why my license plate is slow M3, because it's got all the handling stuff, but none of the grunt, right? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) And um, I fell in love with that car. And I was a little bit disappointed that I had to come out here and, you know, do these great roads and, you know, not experience that other car that I love. But Andrew was flying into Denver, right, and uh, meeting up with Derek, who is... uh, 
driving in from, you know, most of the way across the country. And it was like, hey, like, just take the ZHP. And we got it here. And it, uh, it's been so fun to share that car. I've fallen mm-hmm. in love with it. I, it's my third BMW. It's the only one I've ever liked. And it was a great just experience to share with other people. It's like, That's th- great. this is the one that did it for me. That's this cool. That's great. really cool. So now we'll have to encourage everybody to bring all of the cars in their garage. I don't know how that's we, And we aren't bringing the Invite transport. Invite your friends. So I don't know how bring that's happening. Bring all the cars in we'll your garage. Uh, just another caveat about Aaron's ZHP. We should note that the shifter in his ZHP is one of the best shifters on this planet. I would say it's up there with the S2000, with the gated R8, and it's purely because he took it apart and hand-fitted parts. And also... Um, You've got first rider refusal on that car. I've agreed to that. Yes. As, as soon as Aaron's wow. done with that car, I'm buying it. Wow. It is so not for sale yet. Did, did you take the shifter apart and hand polish while watching uh, binge watching Netflix for an um, entire well, Christmas I, season? I think I binge listened to the podcast while I was doing it. But, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Many, many things have come out of that car and put it back together. And I, I wanted all the touch points to just – just feel tight and, and special. It's a 160,000 mile car. It's mm, 19 sure. years old. And um, with all that just, just put together, it just it's wonderful to drive. It's along the lines of when people want to show you the sunset. They take your hand like, no, no, no you got to go see this. Or, you know, hey, you got to see my brand new baby. And they lead you over, like, see my new baby. Everybody was getting out. And kind of, you have to get in. Come on over here. You have to feel the shifter. <laughs> you have to just feel it. Feel it. And everybody was, to the person, amazed. It's brilliant. Well done. So it's one of one, clearly. Awesome car. Uh, hi, this is Andrew. Um, Damon Patton, for those who know. Um, I just want to take the opportunity to thank Aaron for letting me borrow his sweet car. It's reinvigorated my belief in BMWs being possibly good cars after having a bad experience. <laughs> Whoa. I owned a clown shoe, and I, re- I sold wow. it four months afterwards. So I had an experience. But he's dragged me back. But I just want to say there's people like Aaron on this trip that are just great people that are willing to let you take their car like a thousand miles just and all you have to do is put gas in it. Like I never thought someone would be that kind and that generous and just being that nice and all it took was hanging out to a bar at 12, like 12 a.m. three or four meetups ago. Uh, I'm going back to whiskey now. Yeah, yeah. to at least buy a lot of drinks. And also thank you for Derek for being such an awesome person and giving me the opportunity to Get a sweet car like a GR86. That is Another cool. recommendation by the, for, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> and there is again. Amazing. Uh, yeah, right behind you, Todd. Hey, this is Chris. And uh, first of all, I want to thank the guys for doing this again. I mean, this has been spectacular. Like I said, I left last year, and, you know, we've heard it before. I mean, I was high for my, weeks. You Chris know, I, has a 2006 Cayman S. With 15,000 miles on it. I do. He's doing his best to put more miles on it. I do. And this is my fourth time. I, the majority of the miles on that car have been <laughs> back and forth. So glad. Yeah. So glad. And you know what? I would do it again and wouldn't hesitate to come back. Fantastic. But I want to tag on to what Jeff was saying. You know, you come out here and that car, that car means so much to me. You know, it's my baby. Yeah. And I come out here and I'll hand the keys to anybody who wants them. You know? That's big. It, well, That's it's big, big. But I know these the people here are going to treat it the way they would because they feel the same way about their cars. Yeah, yeah you know, for sure. They're not going to jump in my car and hoon it, you know, and right. I'm not going to jump in theirs and hoon it. Mini hoon. We have. We, 
Slight hoon. We have a love for the car, for each other's cars, but we also have respect. You know, and that's, that's true. That's what you get when you come here. And uh, again, guys, this has been phenomenal. Thank Fantastic. You. I'm so glad. What you can't see is all of the people in the room laughing when he said that no one drove his car hard. Because people drove his car hard. I'm sorry. I hate to say it, but it happened. Yeah. It's okay. <laughs> Summertime's here, and that means it is car wash season. And my friend Paul tells me I'm always supposed to wash a car in a cool, shady spot. I don't always do that well. But I do use the Brilliant Finish Foaming Sprayer, or actually I use the Boss Foam Cannon from Griot's Garage. You have to use this. It's awesome. If you're a person like me who's not good at this, it makes it far easier. You create a high foam blizzard right in your driveway with little to no work, which I really like. You avoid wash-induced scratches. It is the safest way to wash your car. Try the Griot's Garage Foaming System Complete Kit today and see what the foam is all about. Griot's also has a full ceramic family of products, including Speed Shine, Wash and Coat, and 3-in-1 Wax. All Griot's Garage products are 100% guaranteed, and all liquid products are made in the USA. When you're ordering at griotsgarage.com, use the code EDRIVER for 15% off liquids and 10% off everything else on your order. That's G-R-I-O-T-S. Enjoy the finest quality car care products you can buy at griotsgarage.com. Hey, this is Thomas. Um, I have a 2008 Lexus ISF that I bought recently before this trip. And as I was talking to people after doing a key swap with them, I came to the realization that they had driven the Carter harder than I have just because I haven't had the opportunity to drive the car that hard yet. <laughs> but overall, just fantastic trip. Um, the instant camaraderie with everybody whether they're active on Discord or not, I'm very active, so I already knew a lot of people here. But there's new faces, people I haven't talked to before, and just the comfort with being able to hand your keys to somebody and feeling that they were comfortable handing their keys to you as well. That's just great. was very incredible. That's great. Anybody else? That's amazing. Uh, I, same thing. I, I came on this trip uh, uh with, with no expectations of what to expect, and and it's been like driving the autobahn for me. Frankly, I'm not. And used now to that a, you've admitted to that, who are you? <laughs> and I'm guilty. What Todd is always beating the drum for is if you have a sports car, take it out. I I think I came probably the farthest of anybody. So I had to rent a car. I couldn't bring my uh, my Porsche. But I after this experience, I think yes, I need to. Instead of worrying about, um, you know, how clean the wheels are and everything else, is I need to drive the car. And I think that's what you've proven. Um, and, it, and Paul and Todd, it made me, you, you act like you're my best friend. Not act, excuse me. You, you treat me like your best friends. That's a big difference, and I appreciate that. Thank you. Michael, thank you. Appreciate it. Uh, what are the comments uh, from the trip? Aaron. We're ignoring the fact that my son's hand is raised. We'll get back there, I promise. Obviously, one of the great things about this is the variety of cars that, that people are willing to share. And um, I sought out today wanting to drive as many different things I, as I practically could. Um, I am burdened by the fact that I am tall, and I don't fit in a lot of things. Um, I successfully drove two brands today, but six cars. Uh, the first one is a Corvette. I've never driven a Corvette before. Okay. And it was amazing. Yeah. Mind-blowing. I drove five Porsches. <laughs> one of which had a Corvette engine <laughs> but it was an amazing bookend of the whole thing and, and honestly being able to drive 
so many different flavors of a single brand and like a brand spanking new thing to me, like an experience I never had. Thank you, Will, for the Grand Sport. Um, I'm going to be on Auto Tempest looking for those now. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks for a lot. It's just the, the ride that you get in an experience like this is really unparalleled, and it's a, a thanks to what you put together. So the guys have said it. This is Richard again. But join the Discord. Uh, become a patron. Uh, to build on what Aaron said, I drove 10 cars this weekend. I drove my car once. Dear Diary, I this drove, weekend I had Audi, Corvette, Jaguar, Lexus, Lotus, Mini Cooper, several Porsches. It was amazing. I, I fell short of my goal because I actually did drive my car once, and my goal was to not do that. Uh, wow, that's impressive. That's the community. That's the group. It's phenomenal. You know, join the Discord, join the Patreon, because if they do it again, where we do patrons only first, uh, you'll want to go because if you're interested in testing cars or doing car shopping, this is the place to come because all the good cars are here. And uh, I had the experience that Paul and Todd talk about all the time of like driving back to back cars. I drove uh, Chris's 987 Cayman S, and I drove Mandy's 981 Boxer GTS, both of which sound phenomenal, by the way. Uh, he has the fab, fab speed exhaust on the 90, uh, 91, and she has Porsche Sports exhaust, of course, the GTS. And I realized that I love both of them, but I, I saw, like, the huge difference between Porsche's hydraulic steering and the first-generation electronic steering. And, like, I liked everything, personally, everything better on the 981 or GTS. But then the hydraulic steering on the 987 is just so good. Like, it's, of course, like what Porsche is known for. So... Uh, come out and do your car shopping and your car driving here. Do your car shopping. We're such nerds. We're parsing everything, you know, the exhaust, oh, yeah. and, and it For just sure. feels normal. It for feels sure. sort of like this is what we do, right? Yeah, this, is, this will be the entire <laughs> dinner conversation this evening again. Yeah, yes, for which sure. is great. Uh, other comments? Yes. As, uh, again, the, uh, the Miata driver, and having an Alfa Giulia Quadrifoglio at home, Yay. Which has yes, another big plug for fast car fast. So yes. that's inside of the equation. Highly recommend it. Living in Washington D.C. and I do have a chance to experience that. But this is the first time that I've been able to really enjoy a car for this length of time. And there have been some side comments on Autobahn. I've driven in Germany. I've driven on the Autobahn, and like you know, you hear I've got my Audi S X 160 miles an hour. I'm like that's boring. And then you get stuck behind a truck, and then you get stuck behind more trucks. And it's not that interesting to go that fast in a straight line because those highways are designed to be uh, really quick. These roads, which were chosen very carefully and are spectacular, have made me think about these United States in a different way. I've never driven anything like this ever before. The sights were spectacular. I cannot wait to come back. This is a huge plug for this. I look at driving in a different way thanks to what I did over these past few days, and I'm extremely grateful. That's huge. Fantastic. That's amazing. And the thing that's it's funny is we've driven these roads a lot, and I kept saying to Bodie in the car, I kept going, look at that. <laughs> it was just – it's still spectacular. It doesn't matter. New scenery. It's, yeah, it's scenery like, we've seen before. Yeah, the clouds are different today. It was <laughs> so good. So <laughs> they great. They kind of were. Couple thing, couple more things I noticed was who was speaking, Bodie. In case you didn't, in case you couldn't tell, um, I'm the one that can't drive. This year we had our V's, but we give out radios to everybody, and people when we're stuck behind an RV, somebody will go and they'll go around the RV, and then there's no one from f- in sight, and 
we just say over the radio, you're clear, keep coming. And people would keep calling traffic. It would just go down the line until eventually the entire group of, yes, 30 cars has completely passed the RV. We like to think we're nice to everybody else. You know? We try. We try. Yeah, we right. try. I actually came up behind a – you didn't see him. I came up behind a silver SLK coming down this last stretch of the inner Cedar City. And for some reason, he was shocked that anyone was driving as fast as him. And I was like, buddy, <laughs> Lotus, come on. That's, that you is know, true. I just, I, we're going to need to go a little quicker. Yeah. What are you doing? Well, he had an SLK, right? He did, yeah. Yeah, this is Jeff, and from along those lines, I, I'm from, I live in western Colorado, so I'm literally halfway between Park City and the Million Dollar Highway. I've driven a lot of these roads, maybe not these ones in particular, but similar. There is a difference between driving the roads by myself and driving the roads in a group situation mm. like this, with radios, with people in the front, people in the back, your sense of confidence and driving faster when you know that you can see the cars in front of you and what they're doing mm-hmm. as versus, you know, what what's coming and whatnot. I have, was never the person in front, and I want to thank whoever was people in front. <laughs> um, but, no, it, it was truly a blast. I mean, even especially Thursday meeting up with the guys that traveled across Colorado and stopped in Grand Junction um, – the road that Grady took us on from Thursday up to Park City was phenomenal. And the uh, that driving experience was amazing. And just my, my second comment was I, I was also hesitant with my car being the LS944. Some people might think that's really cool, but other people might not. They, they, it's, it is unique. And I never know... If people will like it. So as I'm car swapping with people, I'm constantly asking them, give me constructive criticism. Tell me what you thought of the car. And my goodness, I've been just uh, humbled by, by everybody's comments. I, I think everybody that drove my car really liked it. And there's, there's obviously things I can do to it. But, um, yeah, it's, it's just been awesome with this group. I love it. It's always strange when people are thanking other people for driving their car. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for driving hard. It's not, it's not what you normally expect, for sure. Well, we will leave things there, guys. You listening, thank you so much for joining us on this podcast, mm-hmm. and we hope you enjoyed hearing from everybody that went with us. We do invite you, so watch EverydayDriver.com. Under the Adventures tab, we'll be announcing other adventures for 2023 and beyond. We have beyond. to update the entire website We, we now. do. Yes. Uh, what is on the main channel for Thursday? We still have our Z and GR86 piece, Z and correct? GR86 piece is still playing, and then we have, I think, the Cayman GT4 test drive, where we're both in it together. GT4 RS from Germany, that is coming out on the test drive channel this week yeah that was pretty cool it's a yeah, pretty it cool car it's an okay day yeah it's okay yeah if you got to do it may as well drive that car yeah for sure yeah that comes out and as todd said on friday's podcast we've got got chris jacobs it was fun to talk with him on the podcast and we need to uh run into him at some car show and SEMA yeah. somewhere sometime but otherwise thank you guys really appreciate it looking forward to next time as always cheers everyone Woo!